Welcome adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Headquartered somewhere in the distant Outer Plains is a secretive organization known only as the Golden Vault, which keeps watch over all the movements of the multiverses. They maintain a presence on the Material Plane, always on the lookout for the kind of adventurers who wouldn't be afraid of taking on a bit of illegal or underhanded work, so long as it's in support of an underdog, or a good cause that needs a little help outside the paths of bureaucracy. Under the watchful eye of a careful handler, these newly recruited operatives are carefully selected and assembled into teams for each new mission, teams which are now entrusted to take possession of the keys from the Golden Vault. Friends and foes, fays and fiends, and welcome to Quests and Chaos. I am your GM for the evening, Alondra Heilman, aka Lady Bedivere, and tonight we are bringing you a brand new show because we are going to be playing Keys from the Golden Vault, which is the latest release from uh, Wizards of the Coast. Sorry, not sorry. We weren't going to play it, but I love heists, so we're going to do a bunch of heists. Um, in addition to being a bunch of heists, we're going to do something a little different than what you may have seen before with us on this series, because we're going to have a rotating cast, just like in a heist movie. We're going to get a different crew together for every adventure. So let's meet the crew for this adventure really quick. We're going to just go around starting over here with you, Thomas. Is this my camera? It is! Hi! <laughs> Hello, I am Thomas. He, him. It is nice to be here. Uh, Cheryl, she, they. I am Laura. Pronouns are she, her. I'm Cal, pronouns they, them. Welcome, everyone. Now, uh, tonight, uh, before we get started, we're going to take care of a quick bit of business. You all are used to this. We got to shout out a couple friends of the channel. First and foremost being our friends, Nord Games. They make a lot of really awesome system agnostic supplements that we like to use in these games, especially me, because I don't like following the set rules. I like adding new things in. So I'm sure you'll be seeing a lot of Nord Games stuff in here. And if you want to get some Nord Games supplements, some cool card decks, some spectacular settlements or treacherous traps, for your home table, you can use our affiliate link, nordgamesllc.com slash three dot html. Yes, it's a mouthful. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> thank you for the dab. Uh, you can use that link to uh, get some cool stuff for your table and give us a little kickback. We are also sponsored tonight, of course, by 
the Deck of Inspiration, designed by our very own Thomas Cook and now available at shop.questsandchaos.com. So if you missed our Kickstarter, you can get your own copies. You might see that I have two different cards with me tonight. That's because in addition to having the traditional Deck of Inspiration, I was handed a Deck of Uninspiration before the game started. So who knows? If they get wild and crazy enough at this table, we might see some weird cards tonight. Oh. TBD. Uh, leading off from cards, we do have some cards that were gifted to us by the wonderful members of our community. Uh, we have one card from Squeal the Bard to me. Boo. Oh, no, no, this is appropriate because I got the iteration of my least favorite card. Eagle Splendor. Drinking the tonic grants the user advantage on charisma checks for 10 minutes. The tonic of charm like that's will not <laughs> leave me alone. It haunts me to this day, even though it's not called that anymore. Um, we also have three cards from NGC 457. Two for the players Ooh. and one for me. Ooh. So I'll hand you guys these two and you can look at them and then decide who is going to get them. Again, we're changing this up a little bit now, so each player has to lay claim to a card, has that card oh. in the hand, and then you, as you use it, you can draw from a pool. So take a look. Over on this side, we have boosted regen, Ooh. which if we get into combat, uh, heals you every round. Wow. My actual favorite card. Who is the squishiest of us? <laughs> All of us. Everyone. We are level one. Uh, we have a bo boosted adrenaline. As a reaction, you take half damage from any magical or non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing attack. Yep. Cool. Nice. nice. How about it? How about it? Do we have a wizard? Please. We have no, a sorcerer? we have a sorcerer. We do a sorcerer. This is for Laura. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we have, to, we have to choose who gets yeah. this. the adrenaline boost. Um, Who's going to be I mean, up you're front you, and you guys are going to get one more card in a moment here, so we should probably go ahead and make sure that you okay. guys get that, and then you guys can finish the reading. Because Cheesecake Fries also sent uh, one card to the players. One has GM. I I'm, I trust Cheryl shuffled these really well, but I'm drawing poorly, so we're just gonna. <laughs> you can just say no. Whoa, hello. Ooh. It's meant to be. Uh, what is it? Time out. Choose a creature within 60 feet. That creature is paralyzed until the end of their next turn. Ooh, that could be handy. I feel like I would be in 60 feet of a monster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was one. Okay, sure. I like Anybody want to lay claim to boosted adrenaline? Please, Kat. I, I, I guess me. Yeah. I'm a little squish. <laughs> Cool. I love the implication that nobody else is going to get within 60 feet of the monster. <laughs> <laughs> just going to run in. Everybody else is going to be like, nope, we're good. I'm fine, um, and then I, in addition to my previous card, have boosted bomb and safety oil. Um, so, you know, I'm sure it, I will have that's, a, that's the opposite of dangerous oil. <laughs> <laughs> it is, in fact. As an action, you may apply this oil to skin or a set of armor, granting it a, a plus one magical bonus to AC for one minute. Oh, wow. So, you know, if anybody whips out some dangerous oil, you just counter that. Um, all right. And last up in the housekeeping, before we get to finding out who all these wonderful folks are playing, we have some bits. First up, we have 1,000 bits from Duke Fleeg to the players. Oh, oh, this way. I keep, yeah. I keep defaulting to the other side. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, that was me. Uh, we also have. <laughs> 
500 bits from Tamago Tora to the players. Ooh. We've got bits stuck down in my box that I can't access. Sorry. Uh, 500 from Slimy Tove to Whoa. the players. Whoa. It's not even a Saturday. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. And we have 500 bits from J Matthews 85 to Vlad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna check and see if I missed any while I was uh, talking about things. No, looks like that's it for now, which is great. It's the beginning of the month, so our tavern upkeep is about 50%. Thank you all for supporting us. And now I think it is time for us to do a heist. Or at least start talking about a heist. In order to talk about a heist, we have to talk about the Golden Vault. The Golden Vault is a secretive organization headquartered somewhere in the distant Outer Plains and rumored to be affiliated to an enclave of metallic dragons, hence the name. They have operatives on the material plane who are always on the lookout for adventurers who won't be afraid of taking on a bit of illegal or underhanded work so long as it's in support of an underdog or good cause that perhaps can't be handled by traditional means. And here tonight we have four such contacts. Folks who, whether it's because of a sense of justice, some personal vested interest, or just because they want to make a quick buck, might be willing to get their hands just a little dirty for the right cause or the right price. First, today, this fine day, as I get to my actual correct notes. First, today, we meet Stuart. Stuart, what would you be doing at like three in the afternoon on just like a normal average Monday? Where would we find you? So tell us a little bit about yourself. Stuart Chonery is a, um, uh, he would be about hanging about the streets, seeing what's going on, finding the lowdown, uh, slipping in and out of accents, <laughs> you know, as you do. <laughs> the best way to keep them off your tail. Yes. Uh, yeah, you know, he's uh, as a former member of the Watch, he knows where watch hideouts are and where, you know, maybe uh, some shady places are and he might be uh, looking to, you know, just keep an eye on the city and see what's going on. Stuart does like to uh, keep his ear to the ground and having formerly been in the watch, knows the best places to do that and the people to talk to. And uh, today as you're lurking about in the streets, you notice that someone is approaching you. Probably not that usual, not anymore, not when you're not in uniform where people can come up and ask you for directions like they used to. Um, but you see a, a young woman, barely over five feet tall, all uh, bundled up in, in robes to fight off that little bit of chill in this uh, shadowy area. Um, and you recognize her, this is Mira Rahir. Uh, she's a clerk at the, uh, at the, uh, city council. Um, you worked with her before, getting paperwork, picking things up, dropping things off. She's always been very nice 
Um, and you get the sense that she's one of the good ones, which you probably can't say about most people who work at City Hall these days. Um, but you notice that she is making a beeline directly toward you. Uh, I'm gonna look around and make sure that there's nobody suspicious around me. Maybe keeping an eye on me. Give me a perception check. Because this isn't a laundry game and anyone who's played with me before knows that I notoriously forget to have people roll dice because I get very into the role play. So we're just gonna start <laughs> Let's off Let's just strong. say it's not good. <laughs> um, you know, I don't even have my character That's up. okay. <laughs> So. Maybe that is why you're a former member yeah, yeah. of 15, Watch. I'm going to say wow. 15, but that's probably a lie. Let's just say 13. 13? Okay. go with 13, 13. for now. Um, no, like, no one's immediately jumping out as obviously watching you or obviously being shady, so you're, you're probably fine. You know, doesn't... I mean, it's 3 p.m. on a Monday. How shady is anyone really being at 3 p.m. on a Monday? You're about to find out as All Mira right. walks up to you. Uh, Mira, what... Um... What is the problem? Uh, uh, Stuart, I was... <laughs> Don't run for the Red October. No, that's not it. Shonery. No. <laughs> uh, Stuart Shonery. Yeah. Uh, Stuart, uh, yeah, no, I, um, I was, uh, I was really hoping I might, I might find you here. Um, I know it's, it's been a minute. I haven't really seen you since you, uh, since you left the watch, but, um, there's a, there's this, uh, there's this thing that's kind of come up. It's been making the rounds, um. And that I thought you might want to know about. Well, certainly. Um, so are you? This this is a little bit. Um, <laughs> this might be a little bit. Are you familiar with the university? Did you ever, or the or the museum? Did you ever work at either of those places? I've kept watch it. I've shown. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, maybe I should have practiced. Uh, uh, I've I've kept watch at both of those locations. Oh, oh, good. So you're you're familiar. Um, so I um, uh, my my moms know this professor uh, at Varken Bluff University, who um, sometimes works at the museum, and she um, uh, she came through uh, asking me about some some paperwork and things the other day, and she seemed really um, agitated, and I um, I feel like maybe you could help her with what she's dealing with. And as she says that, you see, she's kind of holding like her like tablet of papers that is just standard, you know, all city clerks and, you know, always have these little courier parcels and these stacks of papers. You see that she sort of takes the top paper and just like she's fidgeting, flips it over. And you see um, printed on the bottom of the sheet of paper is the outline of a golden key. And she sort of looks at you and just sort of like taps it and then uh tips her head a little goes maybe maybe you could um come with me over to the the pub and we could we could go for a drink and i could um introduce you to somebody uh who could get you in touch with the professor yes i i've not had a drink for a few hours now oh perfect um yeah a happy hour should be starting right around when we get there so right. um, yes. I'll, I'll walk you over and she uh flips the paper back over hiding the symbol and um Starts leading the way. Have I seen that symbol before? Uh, you have. You have seen the symbol before. Once before, um, you were approached by a very sketchy little gnome dude who gave you a business card with this thing printed on. Uh, said he'd be in touch because the world needed more people who were out to 
fight the corruption and kick their asses was his exact <laughs> phrase. Uh, and then he like skittered off into the gutter. You assumed he was maybe crazy. Mira, you know, is pretty solid. Okay. So this seems like maybe, maybe you should have listened to the weird gnome guy. <laughs> Hard to tell in the city these days. Oh, when you're day drinking. <laughs> Anything can happen, <laughs> right? And uh, so as you and Mira head off to go find your next day drink, afternoon drink, happy hour drink, we move to another part of the city. Probably an equally shadowy part of the city because uh, we are going to go find Vlad. Vlad, what would you be doing at 3 p.m. on a Monday? Well, Vlad, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're probably sleeping a little. You know, Vlad has light sensitivity to sunlight. <laughs> you know, the skin condition where if sunlight touches skin, I just burn a little. Totally normal human thing. There is a word for it, sunburn, da. It's photosensitive. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Vlad is staying inside or out of sunlight. Wonderful. Uh, you are inside in, you know, your apartment, whatever it is that you're, uh, where it is that you've been staying these days. Um, and you hear, it's not, it's technically a knock on the door, but it's odd because it seems like it's at the bottom of the door. Okay, well, I, I open the door. You open the door and you see sitting in front of your door, a small black and white rabbit. Its butt is toward you because it was clearly kicking the door with its back feet, which was the knocking sound. Oh, hello, little bunny rabbit. Uh, the rabbit turns around and grins at you with a mouthful of the sharpest teeth you have ever seen. Oh, you are a cousin? <laughs> uh, the rabbit kind of looks at you, uh, scampers over to, you see now there is also like a, like a parcel bag about the same size as the rabbit that is sitting for, grabs it very delicately with its front horrifying teeth and just kind of drags it over and plops it at your feet and then just kind of sits there looking at you. Okay, strong silent type, I like that. And so Vlad will pick it up and open the bag. Uh, you pick it up and you open the bag and inside the bag you see um, uh, five gold oh. and a rolled up note. Okay. You unroll the note uh, and you see emblazoned on the top a golden key and written underneath uh, is a note that says, I know you prefer working solo, but this time we're gonna need you on a team. Meet us at Sage's Quill Tavern at 4 p.m. Okay, well, it looks like it's first day of work and they did not listen to Vlad when I said I needed to wait till sundown. So I guess I get the uniform on and Vlad pulls out. <laughs> he does have a uniform, or they do have a uniform um, for when they do have to go out in the sun, which is completely covered, cover everything. Uh, so Vlad will be putting on their uh, outfit to make it to the 4 p.m. Uh, you you uh, suit up. Um, the rabbit sits in the hallway and just hangs out to wait for you. Okay. Oh, little guy, you waited for me. Okay, well, let's make this quick. This outfit is not very comfortable in the summer months. You could swear the bunny winks at you 
and goes scampering off down the hallway out of the building. Hey, oh, hey okay, not, cannot go so fast. As you start heading out to the Sage's Quill Tavern, Gemma, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about yourself and what you'd be doing at 3 p.m. on a oh, Monday. Gemma is probably, uh, has found like a good tree to hang a ring in and is hanging out inside her vessel, like crafting uh, like bullshit gemstones to sell to people. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God, like, amazing. Working away as you do. Um, yeah, you're just like hanging out inside your vessel. It's real comfy in there. Uh, and uh, you feel the vibration of your uh, your pager stone. Okay. Yep, where did I put it? Um, <laughs> hey, yep, got it, okay. Uh, you pull it out, you pop it open, you see it is a message from your mother. It says, call me, huh. urgent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> so just tile her up, I guess, and be like, all right, what's up? Hey, are you Hi. busy? Yes. <laughs> uh, no, you hesitated. Okay. What do you, actually, don't, don't tell me. Plausible deniability. Right. Yeah. I don't, yeah, don't tell me what you're up to. Um, I need to send you on an errand. Okay. Um. A fun one? Depends on your definition of fun, but it mm-hmm. seems uh, more up your alley than mine. Because okay. um, there might be some, I believe the phrase was sketchy shit happening. So I okay. uh, thought you might enjoy that. Um, yeah, one of, uh, it sounds like that uh, that archeological dig that I was keeping an eye on, it sounds like something went sideways. Um, yeah, so, uh, if you could head over, um, um, one of my con- contacts from that group that I sometimes uh, freelance for uh, is going to be uh, meeting with a whole group at the Sage's Quill Tavern to fill you in. And uh, do I contact I know already? Who uh, uh, you know, honestly, I'm not sure which contact they're sending, so it might be one of the ones you've met. Okay. I'll just find people gathering at a tavern, and um, uh, you'll you'll fine. you'll recognize it. There's gonna be like a like a big old uh, card with a golden key on it sitting at the table. They, uh, yeah, that okay. that group. Yeah, great, yeah. great. All right, okay. Um, uh, is in like three hours. Okay. Uh, four p.m. sharp. They said you should be there at uh three fifty-five to make sure that we make a good impression. Great. All right, I'll get a start. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Please remember that if you're selling fake gems, spread them out throughout the city so that nobody can trace them back to you. Obviously. Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I will like uh, hang up, pop out of the vessel, look around, grab the ring off this tree. Uh, Give me me a quick perception check just for funsies. For fun. Yeah, just for the funsies. 18. 18. Uh, There's a real startled looking squirrel sitting at the tree that just saw you pop out of this ring. Uh, and he just kind of like looks at you. I and offer then... it a crystal. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it takes it and scurries off like, yeah. sure, okay. Yeah. Um, and you head off to the tavern. Um, Sloan, 3 p.m. on a Monday. Tell us about yourself and what you're doing. Um. I'm pretty sure Sloan would just be like in the shop working on a commission. Very focused, very like, <laughs> all right, 
Just super focused on whatever it is that they're doing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I have to roll for something. Um, you're very, very focused. And just out of like the corner of your eye, you see just like the slightest bit of movement, like somebody has come into the shop, but is trying to be quiet. Whoever you are, go away. Johnny, can you take care of this person? Uh, I asked uh, Johnny to step out, actually, because um, I thought we should probably uh, talk in, in private. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, disrupt. All right, you, you've disrupted, but that's okay. What, 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 what I, what's up? I'm, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, you turn around and you see a, a very tall woman with white hair kind of pulled back in a braid um, and very nice, but sturdy looking clothing. You know, like somebody who probably spends a lot of time traveling or outdoors, but also has the means to make sure that everything is, you know, high quality. Um, she's got a little, she's very pale with like a little tinge of almost like purple or blue at the tips of her long elven ears and the tips of her fingers that you know is, uh, certain moon elves kind of tend toward this vibe. Um, and she just looks and smiles at you and is like, I'm dreadfully sorry to interrupt. Uh, I, I know how important the work is. Um, I used to, uh, patronize this establishment a great deal when your, um, predecessor was here. Oh. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, well, how can I help you? You know, long-term friend of the shop. I, I'd love to be of assistance if I could. Well, um, yes, uh, honestly, uh, it's the shop that is the, the reason we uh, came to you. Um, I understand you have a great deal of knowledge about jewels, gems, artifacts, that sort of thing. Yes, yes, I, I do. I, I, is this something specific you're looking for, or...? Yes, as a matter of fact, um, a very... Valuable gem that isn't a gem. A gem that isn't a gem. Yes. Um, the kind of gem that can put a great deal of people in a great deal of danger if they don't take care of it. And since they haven't listened to more traditional forms of warning, uh, we've decided to simply bypass the system. Uh, you, um, she kind of looks around, goes over to the front door of the shop, flips the closed sign and turns the lock. <laughs> And then walks back over to you, pulls out a business card, hands it to you. It has printed on it a golden key um, and the name Taiga. Does, is the symbol familiar to me? You have seen this uh, before, several times in fact. Uh, your, uh, your master who taught you all of your gem working ways had several of these cards with their name on it and had several of these cards with other people's names on it that were exchanged in transactions. There were probably times that you were manning the counter while they were working and you were handed one of these along with payment mm -hmm. or along with an item that was being brought in as part of the transaction. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Does this one have, an, this one has the name on it, it's Taiga? Yes, okay. Taiga, uh, uh, T-A-I-G-A, Taiga, like the forest. And um, are are you Tiger? Uh, yes, uh, Priscilla Tiger, to be precise. Oh, nice to meet you. There's, there's a few of us, but I'm probably the only one you're really going to run into outside of. I don't know how much you travel in 
courtly realms. The rest of my family is much more higher ranking than I am. Got it. Um, okay. Uh, so do I, do I have any idea what she's talking about? This gem that isn't a gem that is being misused in some way? Not particularly. I mean, you've, you're familiar with like false gems, right? Um, counterfeiting and things like that. This particular thing could mean a lot of things. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that you want me to take a look at some kind of gem to assess its value or... Sort of. I think perhaps, um, would you like to get a drink? Uh, sh sure, yeah. Uh, it's a little early for me, but uh, sure. Uh, it's on the house, um, or the company, as it were. She reaches into a bucket and basically pulls out like a gold credit card. Uh, ah, nice. Slips it back in her pocket. Um, no, uh, there's a few of us who are going to be meeting to discuss the um, situation. And um, your master was very involved in our organization, helped us out a great deal with matters that, uh, let's just say legally we shouldn't be involved in. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, it's one yep. of the it's one of those, yes. Right. Okay, I wasn't sure cuz you got the whole elegant thing going on and Oh, yeah, we can get into that at some point. It's very useful when people don't expect you to be the shady one in the family and you are. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm 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 definitely um up for that drink. Excellent. Uh let's go. I think everyone should be getting there around uh 4 p.m. All right. Um and I will follow. Uh, and you guys head out. 4 p.m. rolls around as everyone makes their way to the Sage's Quill Tavern. Uh, everybody converges variously. Uh, does anybody specifically want to show up early or intentionally show up late? I will show up exactly five minutes before, <laughs> not a moment earlier, <laughs> not a moment after. As yeah. per your mother's instructions. <laughs> How are I was gonna say, Vlad is maybe a little late. <laughs> it's hard to walk in all those layers, and then uh, they will have to, you know, go to the bathroom and take off everything. So yeah, get inside. Vlad is probably right a few minutes late. Sure. <laughs> Can you describe this outfit? As those of us who would be in the tavern. Uh, yeah, what's it like? All black. <laughs> Like lots of leather layers and like hood and uh, like goggle <laughs> and gloves, boots. Yeah, a picture like medieval beekeeper <laughs> solid black. Just that's really good covered. too. Yeah, <laughs> all of the above. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering where you put all of that. Do you just like store it in the bathroom? <laughs> oh, well, bunny, bunny assistant. <laughs> oh no. Uh, the 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 rabbit does as you like peel everything. Does like kind of pile everything up very neatly Aww. for you, being very Aww. careful not to uh, pierce holes uh, in your clothing with good folding technique. Incredibly <laughs> sharp teeth. Yeah, surprisingly good at folding things for a rabbit about yay big. <laughs> Did you work at Abercrombie and Fitch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you realize that the bag that the rabbit had smells vaguely of axe, which no, is oh my god, definitely. Oh, <laughs> everyone's suddenly less impressed with this rabbit. Uh, <laughs> um, it's okay, he just quit his job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, as as you arrive, so um, uh, probably 
Stuart and Gemma are the first to arrive. Um, Stuart, you arrive with Mira and she walks you in and uh, points to a table over in the corner where uh, you see there is like a little, you know, much like the classic friend's couch reserved sign. There's like a, you know, a little like kind of reserved card that does indeed have a little golden key printed on it um, that matches the emblem on her sheet of paper. And uh, you see uh, sitting at the table is a very uh, nervous looking woman, dark skin, um, sort of like fidgeting with her locks a little bit. Um, bunch of books and papers kind of scattered. Looks very much like that like academic type that posted up at the coffee shop or the bar sort of thing. So there's there's papers all over? There's several papers and a stack of books. Big table though. Definitely a okay. table that can seat like, you know, six or eight people. Currently she is the only one there. Stuart goes up to the, the bar and gets a pitcher. Nice. of ale and brings it over to the table. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, it's, uh, I don't want to put this on the, what? Uh, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, right. I, um... I, yes, uh, hello, I, I'm here. I, let me uh, pour, uh, pour, pour a glass and sets it on the table next to it. She seems thrilled to have something to do with her hands and just immediately starts doing that like weird paper shuffle thing of like trying to like rein everything in and kind of stack it up and then realizes that she's now disorganized and has to kind of research. She's like, oh, yeah. It's, everything is fine. No, yeah, no, uh, uh, please, uh, please sit down, please sit down. Um, uh, you're welcome to. Um, um, Mira, are you are you staying? And she kind of waves and, and Mira just goes, uh, no, I uh, actually should probably head back to work, but I'm, I'm sure you all have this and uh, I'm, I'm sure your contact will be here uh, shortly to, to wrap everything up. Have fun. Thanks, Stuart. Bye, Mira. <laughs> she takes off. Uh, she's one of the good ones, you see. Oh yes, um, yes. I've, I've I've known her mothers for a very long time. They're a very lovely family. Um, really a shame about how the, uh, the offices tried to pin that uh, that embezzlement on them. But I'm glad they they worked their way out of it. Well, you know, corruption. Oh uh, yes, yes, it's uh, rampant, as they say. Um, right about this point, Gemma. You What's are... rampant? Uh, the corruption <laughs> in the elites and the uh, oh. the city government. Very corrupted, yeah. Like slide in with a glass of my own. Like. Yeah. Oh, welcome, uh, Stuart Shonnery. Oh, Gemma. Nice to meet you. You as well. Hi. And you are. Um, I'm uh, sorry. I'm I'm Dr. Uh, Danel. 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 Wonderful. Lovely oh, to doctor, meet you, doctor. Great. I've I've had this rash. <laughs> uh, different um, kind of doctor, unfortunate. Wait, wait uh, sorry. Actually, what kind of rash? I might uh, be that kind of doctor uh, now just, that you mention uh, it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's 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 fine. It's nothing. It's fine. It's burning. Once, it burns. It's fine. Once we're done talking about this, uh, we can see if maybe that's right. related. Um, yeah, I think we're expecting at least one or two two more. Um, uh, at this point, I think uh, Vlad appears from the uh, oh. the disrobing, oh, and he sees the golden appear. key. He's very perceptive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he walks, he, or they, 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 they stride over. Oh, hello, new colleagues. <laughs> okay, uh, my name is Vlad. I am a totally normal human criminal, ready to make heist. <laughs> and it Vlad uh, <laughs> look around. Uh, At full volume, Vlad <laughs> says this. There is no criminal, seriously. No criminals. Uh, everybody, uh, give no. me a quick perception check. No. 
Am I there yet? Uh, you can give me a perception check. You're uh, about to walk in. So. Dirty 20. Nat 20. Ooh. Ooh. For a total of 23. 16. 16. 16. 16. As Wad says this at full volume, everybody, including you who have just walked through the door zone, um, you hear this said at full volume, everybody immediately like looks around. You realize that aside from the bartender, there is no one else in this bar. Which is weird, because happy hour just started. And you're right next to a university. It's kind of empty in here. It wasn't me. <laughs> um, uh, Priscilla, who is walking with you, goes, Oh, no, that's, um, it wasn't you. Uh, that was uh, that was us, actually. I what? thought we would want some privacy. Hello, everyone. I see we all uh, found the correct table. Well done. We're good at shapes. <laughs> There's why no the reserved? Here. Yeah, why the reserved table? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm kind of confused about that. So you need a reserved table Look, in a bar. Also, that there is golden triangle on that table, golden square circle on that table. <laughs> so one of the least well kept secrets of secret organizations is the fact that we all use the exact same drop points for our meetups. Um, it is why I call this place the Shady Quill. In, certain, in wash circles. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it used to be a college hangout, which meant it was a great place for recruitment. And then we recruited too many college students into secret societies and they all started going off and doing secret society things. And so now the place is constantly empty. So uh, we have our pick of it. Welcome everyone. Um, so uh, not to be cliche, but I suppose you're all wondering why you've been gathered here. And it's because- uh, Corruption. You're not entirely incorrect. Um, I mean, heist, right? I have sort no of... idea why the fuck I'm here. <laughs> to be completely honest, this lady just stepped in my shop and told me she'd buy me a drink. So I'm here for drinks, I guess. I will, in fact, buy you drinks. Uh, Dave, everyone is on my tab. And the bartender looks and goes, obviously, <laughs> and continues cleaning the uh, Thanks, Dave. The bar. Um, so I... Um, how many of you have uh, already been inducted into the Golden Vault? Uh, That's what you could call it. Have not had many work assignments. First day of work, technically. Ah, uh, yes. You must be Vlad. How did you know? I was. <laughs> Uh, she reaches into like very deeply. She's wearing a satchel. She reaches in like basically all the way up to her shoulder and then comes back out with a little notebook, flips it open, shows it to you guys. It has all of your names written down in it. They they do give me a list of who I'm supposed to contact. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, um, welcome everyone to the Golden Vault. Um, you can tell people that you work for us, but I wouldn't recommend it because a lot of people don't like us because we tend to operate outside the bounds of the law. Mostly because the law is kind of terrible in the city, incredibly corrupt, very difficult to get things done. Which is what brings us to today's little concern. Um, for anyone who hasn't yet met, uh, this is uh, Dr. Cassie Daniel. She's a uh, professor at, uh, I always get this wrong, at Varkenbluff University. The, you know, the big university that we're right next to. Um, and uh, she's got a bit of, um, she's got a bit of a problem, um, which I guess I'll just turn it over to you. Oh, thank God, Hyacinth, get over here. And you see the rabbit comes scampering out from like the bathroom, dragging this, this 
bag, hops up and like scampers up her leg, fully climbs up onto her shoulder and starts like grooming her hair. And she's just like, oh, all right. I'm gonna go um, to the bar, flag me down if you need anything. Have fun. Uh, she walks over, sits at the far end of the bar away from you guys, puts the rabbit on the bar and orders a drink. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. So Rabbit. we do heist now. <laughs> Maybe some information first. Yes. Uh, perhaps some, um, yes. I'm still really confused. I honestly, first time I saw that, also confused. It only gets worse from here when they're around. I just stopped asking questions a while ago, but they're very helpful, sort of. The rabbit's weird. She's fine though. She's great. Um, <laughs> so, um, as, as she said, I'm uh, Dr. Cassie Daniel, and um, I teach at Varka Bluff University. Um, mostly- You're a doctor? Yes. See, I, I, doctor. Have this, I have this rash. What kind of rash? Because I'm not usually that kind of doctor, but depending on the kind of rash, I might be that kind of doctor. Can we just all, like, everybody who's got the rash, can we just <laughs> get that out on a table now? And I mean, do you have a rash? I do a skin condition, not the rash. Oh, do you have more a like burn? Yes, I do have a rash. See, we all got rashes. Yes. I do not. I don't. I'm starting I... to wonder if Ms. Tyga brought me the wrong group. I, I figure looking at the, at this, establishment that we are sort of the bottom of the barrel. I... What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know, Vlad seems kind of cool. Yeah, you hang out at the bottom. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I mean... You know, um, given what I'm about to explain to you guys, I, I, this is kind of making sense to me just from the general vibe I'm getting off of all of you, so why don't I just sort of... Um, I, um, so I... Uh, <laughs> I teach anthropology, archaeology, and history at uh, the university, and I also um, work with uh, a lot of the, um, you know, excavations and archaeological digs that are happening in the area. I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's um, recently they were breaking ground for a parking lot and discovered the ruins of an ancient civilization. So historical society swept in to say we wanted a chance to study it before they just paved it over, right? Um, so uh, I, we were working on um, the, the Merkmire dig, as it's called, and um, discovered uh, this, um, this gemstone. And uh, obviously everyone was very excited. It looks incredibly valuable. It's got to have some sort of amazing origins. It was uh, surrounded by all of these other carved objects, a lot of symbolism, uh, possibly having something to do with uh, ancient religion or ritual, tons of tons of interest, right? We could learn so much about our history and of the former peoples. Um, but I um, was getting some, what do, what, do the, what do my students call it? Bad vibes? Was there a book? And did you, did you read from the book? There was, there were a couple of books, actually. I have read both of them. Classic mummy. Not out loud, I promise. Uh, I, I do know better than I do know oh. better than that. Okay, so. so you want a steel you want a steel gemstone then? How 
Oh, okay, I guess I just have to come out with it because I just need you all to trust me. Um, so in my line of work, it's very based on, you know, facts and logic, history and, and the study of peoples and trying to not apply too much of our own interpretation. We're very logic based. Lots of wizards, right? Lots of wizards, lots of books and studying. Um, I personally <laughs> also um, take a great interest in the arcane, um, but kind of, some people might call it just a variation of the arcane and a lot of people would call it the occult. It's a particular hobby of mine. I try not to talk about it too much because a lot of my colleagues think it's bunk. You know, like uh, anytime you try to explain that you can like read, you know, the future in the stars and then they laugh at you and then it turns out you can like become stars and you actually can read the future and then uh, then you end up with a lawsuit for discrimination against druids. But um, that's, a, that's a whole different problem that happened. Um, I don't think it's a gemstone. I think it's an egg. Oh, the, the, the yeah, there's not, yeah, there's not really like a good way to like, like peel back the layers here. I just, um, I'm getting, getting weird vibes. People who have handled it have been getting kind of a little bit sick. And by a little bit, I mean a lot. And um, I wanted to put it into isolation at the university for further research. But um, the university thought that I was doing my crazy thing again. I might have had a little bit of an incident a few years ago that involved some mental health time off. And um, so they went ahead and donated it to display at the museum, the Barkenbluff Museum of Natural History as the great outstanding artifact of the dig. And um, I'm very concerned that more people are going to get sick or um, worse that maybe, well, you know, there's one thing that eggs are pretty much known for doing, right? What kind of an egg are we looking at here? That's a... If it's like a, you know, like a dinosaur egg, we might be okay. If it's like an ostrich egg, that's yucky, but like, you know. I seem to recall it being a gem, perhaps. I, yep. It's yeah. a, I mean, if egg were jewelry. If we could just take a look at it, I could probably identify it. So, so here's the thing. This is, this is the one really useful thing. They are putting it on display okay. at the museum. Um, tonight is a huge gala to celebrate with a bunch of uh, fancy pants uh, donors and, uh, you know, benefactors and things like that. And I happen to have a bunch of tickets because they oh, give them out okay. to professors at the universities. And I just, you know, found colleagues that weren't gonna be able to go, rounded up a few. Um, so you can certainly go in and take a look at it. Um, and then we steal egg. Honestly, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, we need okay. to get the egg. Nice. Yes. Oh. Hopefully without getting sick. Yeah, without getting oh. sick, without dying, without getting caught, without anyone knowing that you talked to me, preferably because that's gonna cause a lot of other problems. And also hopefully without it hatching, which I think it is due to do at midnight, probably tonight. That's very specific. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing a lot of research on this for the last two weeks. Um, if you well, you look tell in the star future. No, no, no! Oh, I'm not a druid. Yeah. No, no, no! That was that was a student several years ago. Oh, I don't, I don't do divination. I have a cousin who does divination, but they're on the other side of the continent. Okay. Yeah. Well, I. Uh, is sorry. That, oh no, Aslan, please. I, I just wanted to go back to the question that I, I. What's your name? Gemma. Gemma. Gemma had a good question, 
What kind of egg do you think it is? Because if it's not a jewel, I don't know if I can identify it, and then we should probably know what kind of egg it is so we know what kind of thing we're dealing with if it hatches. I, um, so here's the thing. Uh, remember I mentioned that, like, one of my special hobbies is the occult? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is an egg of possibly an interdimensional creature or extra dimensional. The, the two, it's a very, it's a very fine, fine line between the inter oh, yeah. extra, right? You know, because there's like the, the, the fey that cross between the planes, but then there's also like things from the, the astral sea that are extra, or they also inter because it's all part of the dimensional. Anyway, um, the phrase eldritch horror came up in my research at one point. Um, again, was reading a bunch of those books that we found to see if there was any information about it. Um, starting to think that maybe those things that we found around it and near it were less of like a religious observance and maybe more of an encapsulation. So I started trying to replicate that, those runes and I um, came up with this. And she reaches out of the table and pulls up this massive crystal box. It looks like a big, like one of those like display cases that you put like a basketball in or something, just a big crystal box. Where did uh, that come from? Shivers. That was not. The, no, that was not there. Oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. Uh, she reaches back the table and pulls up uh, a little, uh, a little like briefcase satchel thing. Um, bag of holding. Oh, oh yeah. I like that design. That's a good design. Yeah, no, it's very sleek, right? Yeah. Okay, okay but maybe it should have been crystal carton. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, for the egg. Yeah. I get it. You know, if I had been less focused on the possible end of the world and more focused on puns, I probably would have gotten there eventually. I am famously no, humorless I'm with serious. It's like meant to hold eggs. I see what you're saying, because if it's not, if it rolls around in the box, it could disturb the egg somehow. You know what? Here's the thing. I think the egg is more disturbed being outside of the box because that's why I think it's hatching. Whereas this replicates the oh. runes that we found yeah. at the yeah. at the dig site that I think were uh, keeping it from hatching. So hopefully, if we could, you know, pop this open and just uh, close it in, and it'll just um, chill for another thousand years or however long it's been under that dig site. Did you also make like a replica to replace it with, or how are we? Is it a switch or yeah, a switch is it just a steel? All I you know, I bet the gift shop, they always make replica oh, yeah. of like what's uh, like featured. Yeah. Do you have like a drawing of it? Cause I maybe could whip something up. I, I mean, I can do, my art skills are not super great. Um, I could probably do a sketch, but also like, again, um, it's going to be on display starting tonight to the, the gala donors. And also we need to get it by tonight before anything worse happens. Look, a party of seven just entered the bar. Hi, Raid. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Raiders. Welcome. Hello. We are playing the first adventure from Keys from the Golden Vault. Okay, hey, sorry, we're closed for a private event. <laughs> Go away, please. But, but stay, if you, if you could, you could stay. A bunch of very confused college students <laughs> kind of look at each other and Dave like waves them and points them to like the party room in the back. Thanks, Dave. You got it. Fast friends with Dave. <laughs> yes. He doesn't have a lot of other people to be friends with, to be fair. So given the um, the current economy of eggs, uh, I would uh, I would think there are other groups out that are out to uh, also steal the shake. Yeah, that's why we need to steal first. Yes. We steal pr to protect. Yes, I, yes, I mean, you, yes, this is absolutely about protection. I was more worried about like 
the attendance of the museum and also the city at large. But yeah, if you want to protect it from other heist crews, that works for me. I can work with that. That sounds great. Now, wait. So now last time I was at this museum, they had like a, like a touch display where you could like interact with the, with the objects. Uh, this is definitely not going to be there, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. No, I wish. Um, I uh, I did um, I did also go and uh, visit and try to make some some notes for you all. Um, so I did kind of sketch up this map for you. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and this is uh, for you players. You are welcome to take this mark it up, make notes. But this is what you are handed: is this uh, hand drawn map. Uh, or you can grab it. That's fine. You can grab it whenever you're ready. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, you were here in the center room. Um, it's uh, it's sort of just based on uh, my my walkthrough and what I was able to kind of look up at the city hall of their like blueprints. So I don't know if it's fully accurate. Obviously, a lot of things were were locked, and I'm sure with the with the gala, um, there's going to be extra security and things because a lot of rich hoity toities are going to be there. But I figure maybe if you all could, um, I just just. We kind of just need to go get it. Yeah. I, I I can't be seen there. Um, people know who I am, and they all think I'm crazy. I tried to bring this up to quietly and then rather loudly to some of the folks at the university, and uh, they threatened to uh, revoke my position. So um, I really would love to not seemingly be involved um, if it could just seem like you know some folks saw an opportunity to steal it really big gemstone um that would be great obviously um you know we'll we'll pay you and i think uh i think miss tiger said we can get you uh, uh some very limited resources but really we just um we just need we just need some help um before this gets really bad for everyone okay at first i thought that said murder stone that's what we're going up there the make kind of is right I mean, it could be if it hatches. I, again, I'm not sure what it's going to hatch into, but whatever it is, is ancient and not of this world. And that's usually a bad recipe. It might be like a cute and fluffy recipe, but usually it's more like a like world eater sort of recipe in my studies and experience, at least. So not just shitty wine, probably. Uh, Larger. Potentially. Right. Because, okay. I mean, if, you know, if, if they were... Um, didn't believe you that this was a monster that would come out. Maybe oh. you just let the monster come out, and then they would have to believe you. But then, how do you get the monster back in? Well, I mean, it's kind of. We can just stay here at the. Okay, so there is party tonight. Yes. What time does that start? Uh, the gala itself starts at eight. Uh, the museum is open until about seven. I think they'll be closing it at eight to, uh, you know. Make time for the gala. There's, uh, I think, a little bit of like hors d'oeuvre and cocktail hour before it starts. But you know that, like, we're, you know, like when you go to the amusement park and there's that strange half hour crossover where they're shoving the plebes out before the special pass holders get to go to the event. That sort of thing seems to be how they usually run these events. Um, I do have tickets. I can't help you with formal wear. I don't own any. Well, I have plenty um, of that. Okay, <laughs> great. Um, wonderful. Yes. I mean, for myself. <laughs> Maybe we ask the fancy lady at the bar. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, but anyway, um, and so she hands you these like passes. Do uh, we know anything about uh, security 
They have it. Great. I I um <laughs> I wish I could tell you more. I did see a lot of security guards there. I get the impression that a lot of them uh are are li- literal rent-a-cops. They're off-duty watch who are picking up an extra buck on the side by working at the museum. We have a few of those around the university too. Or they're, you know, retired and wanted to pick up some extra work, that sort of thing. Um it's possible I know some of these. Watch. That'll Might. be a good connection, for sure. Uh, Maybe. Oh. So then we not kill them. Oh yeah, it's preferably we don't <laughs> kill anyone. Yeah, I think that'll announce yeah, okay. uh, announce yeah. our presence in a way that we uh, is not desirous. Um, you could probably also um I I do know that I do know their curator um. Alda Arkin uh, is the is the curator there, and uh, I'm sure she has records of uh, how many guards they have on staff, where they're stationed, all that sort of thing. Um, she's very meticulous about that sort of thing. Are these things that she would keep on her person, or are they things that she would keep in a filing cabinet? Knowing how uptight she is, probably both. Something she wish she would like to share. Um, or something we need to uh, pick. Oh, pre-heist. A pre-heist before the actual heist. I, yes. I mean, I... A pre-heist heist. Based on <laughs> my experience with her, she's not big on sharing. Oh. She if... likes uh, credit and attention. So... Oh, okay. We can probably use that. Yeah, um, yeah I... Um, Any specific kind of attention? Any as long as it's fully focused on her. Okay, so flattery. Yes, flattery would work exceptionally well. Um, you absolutely all, even without roles, are able to get the vibe of there is not uh, good blood between these two individuals. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, do we know anything about museum admission? Like, could we go in for free and get a look at the place before? Oh, uh, no, absolutely. Um, uh, Not that I don't trust your map. It would just no, uh, you you probably shouldn't trust my map. I, I Again, I was uh, sketching it very quickly and sort of on the fly while I was walking through, pretending to be a patron and hoping I didn't run into anyone who knew me. Um, no, uh, 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 yeah, it should be open until... Uh, the museum itself should be open until about 8 p.m. Uh, when the major part of the gala kicks off. Like I say, I think there's sort of a an overlap that uh, hors d'oeuvre cocktail hour that happens starting a little bit earlier. Um, uh, you, uh, you, uh, you, you should probably just take these with you. And she picks up her big crystal container, s- opens up this much smaller satchel, and just like Mary Poppins shoves it into the satchel, just kind of disappears. Um, you can you can certainly uh, take this with you. Um, if you're planning to take in any like uh, weapons or anything like that, they they do bag search and um, we'll we'll check at the door. But if you have this, um, they're only gonna find like you know just like plant a knife you don't care about in there because that's what they're gonna be thinking about is or a glass bottle. They really hate it when you take glass bottles in. So uh, that yep. they'll find that before they. What find about snacks? Oh no, yeah, gum. Put gum in there. They won't find anything else. Um, they will confiscate the gum though. Glass bottle. Oh, right. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that too, but uh, 
Okay. <laughs> That's gonna be a problem. Yeah, gum is total snack that Vlad was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I work with a lot of, uh, you know, very young, very dumb students. So there's a lot of time spent scraping gum off of desks. Well, yeah, no, totally normal human snack. <laughs> Uh, all right, I mean, so uh, let's say this goes off and we get the things we need to get and we put it in the box and then where do we go? Who do, how do we get in touch with you? What do we, what do you want to put? Oh, oh, just, um, you could just meet me back here. Again, the only people who are ever in here are other members of like weird, sketchy secret societies or very drunk college kids. Okay. So like, honestly, a bunch of kind of... A very uh, mismatched group of people showing up and sketchily handing off an item to somebody else is really not going to raise any flags around here. That's kind of just a normal night. Okay. All right. I like this scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want drugs, this is also a great place to just for the record. God. Yeah. No. Um, so many drugs. All the drugs. I don't personally use them mostly because I've already got like sleep deprivation issues. Um, because of the research, but uh, yeah, they're all over the place. Dave can tell you, um, and, and and Dave just like again waves. How many is Dave a part of? Of the secret clubs? <laughs> are you asking the doctor? Or are you... I'm asking the doctor, uh, but I'll say it loud enough that Dave can hear. <laughs> um, <laughs> the doctor looks. Goes, I uh, 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 Dave just walks over uh, to your table puts another pitcher of ale down um, and basically like kind of like brushes his hair back to reveal where the side shave is. And he's just got like a whole series of little like tattoos with different like symbols. There's like, there's a key, there's a little triangle. <laughs> there's a, there's like a weird, like kind of like upside down half circle with an X through like whatever. Just, and he's like, yeah, if you need anything, just uh, flag me down. <laughs> Heads back behind the bar. Excellent. <laughs> Gotta take a bit to maintain. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty shady, Dave. Dave character. Hey, Dave's all right. He's cool. Dave's all right. He does have a very cool haircut, or at least that's what I am told by my students. Very cool. Can confirm. Right. Yes. Uh, I have a shoot at my uh, at my apartment. I need to go get. I'm wondering though if we can get you in as a run cop. Well, I can also probably sneak in. I still have my uniform. Yeah, yeah. Have someone on the inside, you look official, that kind of thing. Yeah. But will they wonder why you're back? Well, uh, you know, I mean, it, it might not have been the, the cleanest of breaks. Uh, right, but if they need extra help for the big job. Yeah. Right. And maybe nobody needs to know that I wasn't hired. They just show up. Yeah. Blend in. Because it's not an official watch assignment, right? It's just extra work on the side oh, that they yeah, can pick okay. up. Again, again, um, you can you can absolutely borrow the bag of holding and just if you want to take disguises. I don't know how you people operate, so just um, anything that you wouldn't want to be seen carrying in, you could take. Oh. Um, actually, 
and she pulls back. She starts like reaching in, rummaging through, pulls back out the like crystal container, reaches in, pulls out like a couple of file folders. She's like, I, you don't want, you don't need those in there. And just let me handful of pens that are just rattling around loose. Um, just yeah. Um, and as she's doing it, she kind of looks at the container, and then starts immediately like just like hyper fixated, like tracing the runes on the container, and muttering to herself for a minute. Um, at which point you see, uh, as she's doing this, uh, Priscilla, like, slowly makes her way down the bar to the end that's, like, near you guys, kind of watching. Everything alright, Doctor? <laughs> um, which sort of snaps her out and she goes, um, okay, new plan, worst plan, I need to take this back to the university. These are incorrect. Oh. So we're just supposed to pick just, it up? Raw yeah, just, no, it? just throw it at the bag and bring it here. Because if I, while you got, you have to get it out by midnight, which should be plenty of time for me to uh, buff these out and re-engrave them. Um, don't, don't do your work at the last minute in the middle of the night, kids. Um, write your essays in advance. Is pocket dimensioning the extra dimensional egg without protection Honestly, I've never done it before, so I don't know. Okay. Uh, uh, Texting my mom under the table, like, you really know how to pick up. <laughs> um, uh, you see Priscilla also looks a little concerned. And it's like, I mean, if you're only, if we're only doing it briefly to get, I, it should, it should be, which, which kind of, um, which kind of extra dimensional are we talking about here? And uh, Dr. Daniel goes fully back into her spiel. <laughs> you see Priscilla just like, Nodding like, I okay. Yes, uh, it's perhaps uh, we should take the map and, and have uh, to come up with a game plan. I do have one quick question though for the doctor before she leaves. People who got sick after they touched it, did they touch it like just with the bare hands and they got sick? Did anybody put a cloth on it? Like, were they wearing gloves? Um, so me confirm because I have this information. Where is it? Um I'd love to check out the so stars while we're in there. What, what seemed to be happening is um after people had been around it for a certain amount of time, they would suddenly have this sort of maybe illness is uh, an effect would occur. Um it was a little bit different every time, and it seemed to start out um, very sporadically and very erratically. And then um, the longer we had it, the more consistent and closer together these incidents occurred. Um, I suspect that it is going to get stronger and stronger and more and more frequent as it gets closer and closer to, as I predict, hatching at midnight. Again, this is how I did most of my calculations based on, um, you know, some of the ancient stories of how the the monsters appeared out of the Eldritch Mark and uh, stuff like that, so. Um, also Cinderella. Yes, yes, midnight very important. Everything reverts back to its original form, which in this case is some sort of horrifying monster, possibly from outer space. Oh God, now all the fairy tales make sense. Yeah, okay. If it does hatch, we should not feed it after midnight, though. 
probably Although, gonna it, need I like this man. feed it at all. I think if it hatches, it's probably going to feed. I think if it hatches, we're, we're, we're kind of fucked. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. okay. Okay, last question. Can little bunny rabbit come with us? Uh, little bunny rabbit is not behaving himself at the moment and also needs to feed, unfortunately. So I don't, uh, he can be on call. I don't think they allow animals in the museum though. So he well, might have to be able animal. stealthy. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he doesn't qualify, unfortunately. I think they only allow uh, service familiars at this point and he's unfortunately yeah. a little too. Oh. Emotional support, murder bunny. I, I mean, I, I do feel very supported by him 98% of the time. His other 2% when he comes with other people on the adventure? Heist? Uh, she looks, <laughs> uh, you guys all look down the bar where the rabbit is, who's kind of dumb, and you see that he's like got his face in like, like a little dish that has been set for him, and he just sits up and you just see like red liquid dripping off of his chin as he grins at you. <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> okay. You uh, you like uh, Chablis? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um. I think it's a wine. But it's not a person. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I drink that all the time. Oh, are you the person we should talk to about costumes? Ah. Uh, um, I mean, no, not really. Um, I mean, I might have, she sort of looks, I, like, I might have something that would fit some of you from my personal items, but um, uh, it, I don't really have those kinds of, costuming isn't really my expertise. I'm more about um, information gathering. Uh, so you might have to fend for yourselves on that, unfortunately. Do we have a budget? Yeah, what's the reimbursement like? Yeah, what's what's the reimbursement rate? Credit system? Uh, no credit. The company card is really only good for alcohol. Um, we're working on changing that. There was an incident a few years ago. Just, it's a long story. Um, if you can successfully achieve this, 20 gold for everyone. Each. Wait, yes. Each. Expenses or? Payment. Oh, damn, that's low. <laughs> okay, so. I, I feel like if we have more experience, we would get more. Uh, more yeah, gold. You, you, you do realize this is also really kind of a trial run. Is this like an exposure thing? Okay, so. I mean, you want us to go into a I'm hoping event. there's not going to be any exposure. That usually involves bail money afterwards. So then. So free, free heist. <laughs> <laughs> we need some clothes to get in. <laughs> I mean, you want us to go do into a formal event with no formal clothing. I don't do know what you want us to do. Formal way? What? Oh, I mean, I'm traveling. I, I do, but like, <laughs> could use a new suit, you know. Well, that's why you get paid after the job. Have none of you worked jobs before? You've worked jobs before. You understand that you do work. Yeah. I yeah, own sure, a yeah. shop. Right, yes, so I didn't think this was that out of the... You do remember the part where we're technically just barely not a criminal organization that's working outside the realm of the law in right. hopes of trying to, you know, save uh, the world. Yeah, I've been working in that realm. Usually I have retainer. I will uh, bring your concerns up with the management the next time 
they deigned to talk to me. Yes, I would love to speak to the manager. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Honestly, I've been leaving in voicemails for months. Carriage? <laughs> So I, my my actual my shoot will actually blend in uh, because it is okay, yeah, designed fine. for this sort of. That's what all the other you're, guards. Yeah, you're set. You're yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, blend as full wardrobe, but full wardrobe. Um, I can I I mean I don't really. Uh, you see, uh, Priscilla yeah. kind of flips open her bag and starts kind of rummaging through her similar sort of like satchel-looking <laughs> thing. She's like, I don't really um. Uh, starts to lift something out that looks very gauzy and floofy. You guys immediately see like a massive hole with a blood stain. She just like rolls her eyes and shows it again. That's not going to work anymore. Um, uh, pulls out two bottles and is like, I, I've got potions. Uh, what do they do? Uh, this one uh, heals. This one also heals. And this one has unlimited coffee. Coffee? Yes. I mean, it's really off caffeine at the moment. <laughs> I, I can just get another pitcher of ale. It's fine. Is it good coffee? I mean, I like it. I'll take the coffee. Well, uh, you now have a bottle of boundless coffee. Nice. <laughs> I drink the coffee. Yeah, it, uh, it's pretty good. Is it, is it warm coffee or is it the iced variety? Yes. Oh, well, whichever you like. Oh. <laughs> um, I think right now it's warm. It's like mm. pleasant. Yeah. yeah. It's warm. It's nice. It's a little sweet. I like it. May I borrow that for a moment? Sure. I'm going to I, like, think wipe of... off the... Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to take a glass and think of scalding hot coffee. Yep. And pour it in to see what comes out. Uh, you almost burn your hand on the cup. <laughs> oh, dash. Scalding hot coffee, that could be an escape plan. Oh my god, that's a great idea. <laughs> just <laughs> this guy. Big thinker. It just turns to you, Gemma, since you're the only one not like very in on the coffee thing. Just goes, These are just healing potions, just normal healing potions. <laughs> you might want to hang on to things. I don't. Um, um, Lada's going to go over to the Hyacinth, our little bunny rabbit, mm -hmm. just whisper. Uh, Vlad is asking Hyacinth to go fetch their, uh, their nice outfit. Um, Hyacinth, uh, like, sits up, like, money's new on hands, puts her paws up, and then flips them over. Oh, okay. Uh, Priscilla, I think Hyacinth won coin. It's part of budget, right? <laughs> Hyacinth, are you trying to shake down the people who work for us? No, just you. <laughs> He's mine! <laughs> Look, if you're not going to behave yourself, you can go to the timeout bag. Uh, at which point Hyacinth makes like a, a grumpy face and hops directly into her satchel. Okay, well... I will have to go back to get a nice outfit, so... I mean, you, uh, the museum doesn't fully close until 8 p.m., so you do have time to go find yourselves uh, clothing or supplies. Um. Yeah. Okay. Do we make plan? Yeah. I think we should meet back here. Yeah. Well, maybe well, we should just. Should we just make a plan now? Well, let. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe let's 
go check out the place, scope it out a little bit more, see if we can get some more information. Again, not this in your map. Oh, and, no, again, uh, I'm aware that it is quite incomplete. And uh, then, I don't know, go get dressed, and after we make a make a plan? I just feel like we should look at the place first. Oh, yeah, yeah. like totally normal human tourist and pretend like we look at... Yes, things. yes, tourists, tourists. That's a great cover to just go in as tourists. <laughs> I love and then thing. And then you can have, um, and you can use yeah. the gala tickets. You can see... Um, the doctor kind of is dipping back in this conversation, but he's like very focused on like figuring out what is wrong with these runes on the side of this you, case. You know, if we went in before the gala, uh, there will be less people there. We'd just take it and run. Let's go see. I mean, museum is open to general public, right? Now. I know that like uh, lull. The gem doesn't prepping. go on display to the public uh, until tomorrow. So the wherever they've got it, oh. the gala tonight is the first preview. That's the whole point of the gala is that the rich bigwigs get to see it before anybody else. Okay, oh. so we go to museum. We can scope out yeah. little hidey holes. Um, maybe pre heist. Get plans. Yeah, if if it, the opportunity yeah. presents itself. I also, I mean, I I don't know anything about heists, but um, you know, you can get a sense of whether you need to, you know, break in after it closes, or if you want to just try to hide in there before it closes. I saw I saw a, a play like that once, um, um, like I, where they they um they like hid in the in the place before they. Robbed it. Yes. Does anyone know how to do illusions? Oh, let me remember. <laughs> uh, an image, maybe an image. I Even do a have an image of shorts. Yes, <laughs> this is actually something that I had a question about. Yes. Um, for my magical tinkering, uh huh. I was going to ask if um, I would like to have created like a necklace or a piece of jewelry of some sort that has like some detachable, like maybe just like a glass disc mm -hmm. that I could cast those like, or yeah, the magical tinkery things on. Yeah. Is no, that okay? That's totally fine. Okay. Um, yeah, no, whatever, whatever you want to have done, we will just hand wave because again, you own your own shop. You've got loads of time to yourself. So you could have been just messing around with stuff earlier today and that happens to be what you have. So cool. Uh, yeah, we can play fast and loose with that given that you don't have a lot of resources anyway. Wait, but we have tickets to Gala, yes? Yes. Mm -hmm. So don't really need to hide. We have ticket. Just uh, yeah, no. You just have to. You just have to meet the dress code. There is a cafe, so if we need more coffee, there's a, so I mean, we, we have got an endless coffee. <laughs> we can open our own. Oh, nice. that you can we should go into business together. Yeah. I like this idea. Okay, so we go to a museum then. Yeah. Oh, what time is it? It's about four thirty. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Do Maybe we should take the tickets now in case the yeah. doctor is distracted later. Oh, I'm, I, as soon as you all leave this room, I'm going to take this back to my office at the university, lock myself in and try to correct the runes because if you do manage to get me the stone egg thing and get it back to me and this is not fixed, then it will not solve the problem of keeping it from hatching. This is what we need in order to contain the actual problem. So I'm going to be unavailable as soon as you all leave this room. 
Okay. Okay. At which point, uh, Miss Tyga will be your your contact for the rest of the night. Okay. Okay. Who's gonna hold on to ticket? Who is most responsible oh, for I mean, okay, 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 okay. There's one for each of you. You can each take your own unless you don't trust yourself to hold on to it, in which case. I, I'm like traveling with airplane ticket. What else? Yes, thank you. Do you need yeah. one yeah. if you're a guard? I just think. Yeah. Okay, I'll take my. Okay. Would we. Would, would Sloan know of anyone in thieving circles that would have disguises that we could pilfer from. Roll me, roll me a, we'll call it a history check with advantage. See if you can could, think of anybody in your conference. Can I use, uh, yeah, she says that, kind of shout out some places that I may know to give her advantage? Yeah, sure. Be like, oh, no, this, this guy's totally shady. Okay, <laughs> so, 13? Um, you can think of a couple of people that you've worked with before. I mean, again, most of the shadier work that you've done has been involved, you know, like cutting down or disguising, you know, like cutting down gems, uh, melting down metals, like, you know, remaking jewelry, things like that. But some of those folks seem like they probably dabble in maybe like fine silks and brocades, like stuff where it's like the very valuable fabrics that they need, that they would also need like turned over into other garments or things like that. Um, so you definitely know a handful of people that you could reach out to. Well, I know, I know a guy who knows a guy and I know another guy and they could help us with the costuming. You also um, know there's a, Handful of like these like kind of street urchin kids that roam around that you sometimes hire for errands. Like the very standard like, hey kid, run a message and I'll buy you lunch sort of situation thing. Um, there's a there's a bunch of those kids around. You think they're all affiliated probably to like one sort of Oliver Twistian group. Uh -huh. um, you definitely feel like you could easily wrestle up a couple of them and send them out to network for you okay. to help like cover more bases at once. Okay. So, does everybody know the measurements? You need fancy things. Yeah. Okay. Write them down. You need I, I covered. You're fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you're gonna be a god. Okay, cool. Do you know your measurements? Hand you a paper. There you go. <laughs> All right, down my measurements really quick. Um, any preferences of color, shape? Whatever they've got that's easy, I guess, at this point. I'm gonna sort of okay. assess Gemma's current style <laughs> and try as um, best as possible to You've got like a like a light gray marble complexion, uh, a slightly darker gray hair, uh, a bright purple eye and a bright yellow eye, and like whatever she dug out from under the bed this morning, honestly. <laughs> Fully in like leggings and a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, I'll write that down and then I'm gonna specify for myself um, blues and suit. And then I'm gonna step outside and I'm gonna, can't do the whistle, but I'm gonna, yeah. Sloan's gonna do the whistle. Uh, yeah, you do the whistle and like literally within seconds you see this like little dwarven teenager with like the like very patchy just coming in beard like pop out from around the corner. Hey, Petey. Hey, what's up? I got some errands for you. Oh yeah? What kind of errands? I need some clothing. 
clothing. I haven't very, done clothing in a minute. All right. Very specific clothing. clothing. Very specific. Fancy. Fancy. I can. Oh, I can do fancy clothes. I was gonna say if you need anything with a lot of like straps and construction, I definitely got your guy. Fancy's a different guy, but I got one. Okay, I'll talk to you about the straps guy later. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Thank you. Uh, ooh. All right. All right. All right. Kind of like glances you over and just like. I like it, I like yeah. it, I like it. All right, where should I meet you? Back at your shop, back over here, somewhere neutral. Um, I could do a drop in the trash can by the fountain if you prefer. If it's empty. I mean, always if it's empty. If it's full, then uh, we can use the backup drop. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. All right, uh, 45 minutes? Yeah, that sounds great. Cool, I'll do my best. Thanks, Petey, you're the greatest. You always got my back. Scurries off. Do we know whose offices these are, or are they just maybe offices? Um, question mark, so. Uh, Dr. Danielle will just tell you that those were locked doors that were inaccessible to the public. Okay. So, get best guess is offices, but not sure. Hmm. So, Blico Museum? Go check no, it I out. I think, yes, we should walk. I, I have been there. Uh, in my recollection, does this map look Accurate. The the floor plan itself looks fairly yes. correct. Um, they do. Uh, there's a lot of missing. Like you've been there, so you can tell there. There's a lot of missing details, but overall, the like large open rooms versus the kind of smaller yeah. galleries and things, roughly uh, what you remember. Okay. They do change exhibits, and sometimes they remodel between and put new corridors and whatnot. Well, how much is museum admission? I. Uh, I believe it's free. Oh, yeah. You've never been to the Natural History Museum. They have an Allosaurus. I mean, I love of these things I saw in other contexts. Not they, the museum. They do close at the evening. Anyway, perhaps we should go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Petey's gonna be uh, done with the, with the clothes in about 45 minutes. So we got 45 minutes to kill before we got questions. Okay, I'll catch up with you all. <laughs> where, where should, so... Vlad uh, starts, Vlad is, needs to go redress. Uh, yeah. Do, wanna, <laughs> go do we do want to, just as we're browsing, do we want to like split up, cover more ground? Yes, we split. We wanna... I think that's a good idea. Great. Um... Okay. So you all are going to spread out your various ways pick up certain things, head to the museum and reconvene. Is anyone taking uh, the offer of Dr. Danielle's bag of holding? Yes. To be able to hide stuff in. Maybe somebody, yeah, yeah. if somebody wants it. I'll take it again. It clashes with my style. <laughs> I think it fits Sloane's idea of a, of a nice blue suit. Yeah. Um, as you guys kind of start to go your separate ways or whatever, uh, Sloan, right as, as you get ready to leave, um, Priscilla kind of catches your sleeve and yeah. goes, um, sorry, um, I did forget, but I just uh, found this. Um, I believe this was not meant to stay with me. And since I don't know how to get a hold of your um, partner, I um, think perhaps you should have it. It might prove useful um, at some point. Um, and hands you a little ring. Um, you look at it. The craftsmanship is familiar. It looks like something that your your master that you trained from might have crafted. Okay. Um, 
Does it have any engravings on it? It does. It has some little kind of runic engravings that you recognize as uh, arcane sigils of the schools of magic. Okay. Uh, if you would like, you can roll me an arcana check or an investigation check. I would like to do that. Arcana. There we go. Wait, is investigation higher? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the question. Uh, um, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. Uh, Twenty-one. 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 Cool. Very, very cool. All right. Well, um, thank you. I guess. Uh, you're welcome. I, um, like I say, I don't think I was uh, meant to keep it. It was given to me on loan, um, in case I needed it. Very long ago. Never needed it. Um, not sure what it's got going on for it, but maybe you'll find it useful. I think we will. Thanks. I will not put it on. I will put it away. Yeah. For now. Tuck it in your little Frodo Baggins pocket. Uh, out of sight. <laughs> and uh, as you all split off to gather your things and prepare to reconvene and do some reconnaissance, this is where we're going to take a brief break. Oh. Thank you, everyone. Please stick around. We will be back as soon as five people can use one bathroom, <laughs> approximately. Chat amongst yourselves. Throw your theories in the comments. Uh, whatever. I can I can Brennanly mulligan this. Get in the comments. <laughs> um, and we will be back as soon as we can. See you all shortly. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Keys from the Golden Vault, a Dungeons & Dragons campaign produced by Quests & Chaos. This episode featured... Thomas Cook as Stuart Shawnery. Laura Domingo as Vlad. Cheryl as Gemma Baines. Cal Garrett as Sloane Sidron. And Alondra Heilman as the GM. If you enjoyed the story and are looking for even more chaos in your life, head over to questsandchaos.com. There you can find our full archive of Dungeons & Dragons live plays, such as Spelljammer, Dragons of Stormwreck Isle, and Chaos Agents, plus our other TTRPG campaigns like Call of Cthulhu and Thirsty Sword Lesbians. And if you'd like to be a part of the chaos yourself, consider supporting us through Patreon, or just come hop into our incredibly active Discord server. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, the Golden Vault is always looking for new recruits. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks. Starting Duke Vlieg, and he who shall not be named. 
our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W, Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?